Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Tales from the Veg Patch. I've been sowing a lot of lettuce lately, which is a trap I fall into every year. I know a glut is coming my way, but I just can't stop myself. I've even planted some plug plants that fluttered their irresistible lettucey leaves at me when I was in the garden centre last week and said, buy me. I don't need them, but they'll be ready to harvest a couple of weeks before my own seedlings and the prospect of an early harvest is more than I could withstand. So, lettuces have been on my mind. And I turned, therefore, to the lettuce chapter in my cookbook from the Veg Patch to revel in the prospect of a good lettuce harvest, only to remember that I've written about this lettuce sowing addiction of mine before in the essay that opens the lettuce chapter, which is what follows. Will I never learn? Lettuces, a study of perfection. If you grow only one thing, let it be lettuces. There is no vegetable more obliging, more straightforward, more gratifying than a homegrown salad leaf. They offer infinite joy from infinitesimal effort. Salad leaves, and this applies to everything from icebergs to Italian baby mixed leaves, can be grown anywhere. They are very successful in pots of any size or shape in almost any conditions too. A stone windowsill, sunny or shaded, can be transformed into dense miniature woodland canopied with green. An old ice cream tub, for example, can become a seed tray. A bucket in the backyard can produce copious bowlfuls of leaves, opulent salads for every night of the week. To grow, sow the seeds into damp compost any time between March and late September, depending on the variety in the weather. You'll need only one seed packet. The seeds come in bags of four to eight hundred seeds, so each must contain the potential for more lettuce than one person probably eats in a lifetime. I sometimes daydream about what it would be like to sow all 800 seeds thinly in a huge veg bed. 100% germination is almost guaranteed and watch them grow into a lawn of lettuces. Delicious. The most important thing with the seeds is to sow thinly and avoid clumps. Otherwise, the seedlings will have to waste energy competing for space. Once sown, cover with a fine layer of soil, water, and wait. 
Pinch out crowded seedlings when they're about little finger-sized to allow space for the selected few to grow to adulthood. Spinach growing is a slightly different matter. I sow seeds into modules, then plant out the seedlings 25 centimetres apart once established. A single spinach plant will grow large and unwieldy with multiple stems, a bit like a shrub. It's not really a lettuce at all, quite another family in fact, but I'm going to annoy the purists and willfully miscategorise it here in the lettuce chapter because when it comes to cooking, there are many overlaps. Whatever the lettuce or spinach seed, within six weeks of sowing, eight to ten for some of the larger hearting varieties, there will be leaves for supper. And don't imagine they will taste like any other leaves you have ever eaten. Though if you've never noticed the taste of lettuce or spinach, you wouldn't be alone. Their flavour is often overlooked. We tend to value them for their crunch and colour if we value them at all. Come to think of it, salad leaves are generally taken for granted at every level. Nothing more than a canvas for bright flavours. Lettuce, the straight man to tomatoes funny guy. Growing your own lettuce, however, will rid you of this misconception because the taste of a homegrown lettuce is a revelation. Delicate, yes, but also buttery sweet with a hint of bitterness from the milky sap in the just-cut stem. The sap, incidentally, is a sort of laudanum which causes drowsiness in large quantities, which is what did for Peter Rabbit. The flavour is fragile, tender, grass-green fresh and, well, just so darn lettuce-y. If the only vegetable you grow is lettuce, then the only lettuce you should grow is Merveille aux Quatre Saisons, Marvel of the Four Seasons, also known as Quattro Stiagioni, or something along those lines. It's a butterhead variety which produces compact bundles of blistered red-green leaves. As the name suggests, it grows virtually all year round, enduring light frosts without wilting, but also summer droughts without bolting, i.e. sending up a flowering stem and turning bitter. It is reliable, adaptable, prolific, beautiful and delicious. The perfect lettuce. Whatever leaves you have, lettuce, spinach, corn salad, chicory, frise, if they are fresh from the field, they will deserve more than just drowning in dressing or bundling under glitzier ingredients. Find them a partner, a pairing where one ingredient enhances the other in reciprocal harmony. Crunchy radicchio is offset by creamy blue cheese, Bitter frise with sweet grapes, earthy spinach with a salty feta. Here, the leaves are not expressionless bystanders, they are equals, shining just as brightly as the other flavours. They are integral parts of the ensemble, which is exactly how it should be. Ways to eat a lettuce. It seems a bit futile even to attempt grouping such a varied collection of greenery together in one category. You could write a whole cookbook just about salad leaves, their diverse natures and myriad uses. But 
I will venture a reductionist approach to lettuce classification. Thus, the crispy ones. The iceberg and crisp head lettuces, which get a bad name thanks to the pallid, tasteless bowling balls you see in the supermarkets. Those insipid monsters are good only for drowning in salad cream, whereas homegrown varieties like Webb's Wonderful or Hollywood have more colour, more flavour and just as much crunch. Good for prawn cocktail. Now don't scoff, it's a genius combination. Sweet pink prawns, rich creamy Mary Rose sauce and crisp livid green lettuce. In fact, prawns and crispy lettuce are a happy combination in many contexts. For example, crisp head lettuce leaves wrapped around prawns and spring onions like a spring roll, then dunked in chilli dipping sauce. Lolling leafy lettuces. These are the blousy, relaxed sort, the gauche ones that drape themselves foppishly over the beds and never form a strong heart. Lolo Rosso, some butterhead varieties and oak leaf types too. Because they are so floppy, the leaves wilt when fussed with and go sludgy if cooked, so best treated lightly. For example, scatter with roast radishes and a handful of herbs. Or add finely chopped mint, basil, parsley and fennel to olive oil and salt and grate in some lemon zest. Pour into a bowl of whole butterhead leaves and serve. Pert hearting lettuces. Mainly from the Cos family, these are usually long-leaved, green and compact. Little gem is the most familiar and I always grow it. But Paris Island, rather glamorously named, and the sturdy, marvellously named Maureen are good too. They have firm centres, which means you can slice them in half without the leaves falling apart, and their crisp heart withstands heat, making them ideal for cooking. For example, quarter them and char them on a griddle pan, then serve with a deluge of grated parmesan on top, so thick you think you might have lost the lettuce underneath. It's a revelation. Or drizzle with a dressing of warm, salty butter infused with chopped thyme leaves and a splash of lemon. Then try quartering and tucking into a creamy chicken or pork casserole for a few minutes just before serving. A streak of colour and a little crunch for a summery stew. Bitter lettuces. Bitter leaves are the result of hardier plants, so the winter lettuces like endive and frise varieties not technically lettuces, but we'll let that go, have a sharper note. My favourite is a frise called, and with apologies to my old French teacher, Très Fine Marachère, which I sow in April and again in August to keep my harvest going until well beyond the first autumn frosts. Oriental mustard leaves like mizuna and scarlet frills have a similar bitterness and can be treated in a similar way. Ways with the bitter ones. 
You can't grow frise and not lavish it with crispy pancetta and bacon fat. It's a French classic. The bitterness of endive or oriental mustards likes something with fresh, sweety vitality to it. Try orange segments for zing and fennel for crunch, tossed with bitter leaves and a light olive oil. Spinach. As we've said, not even a lettuce, but really part of the same family as beetroot, chard, quinoa and amaranth, though for culinary purposes, I'm happy to misfile it here with the other salad leaves. Raw and small spinach makes a brilliant salad base because it has a mild flavour but a substantial texture. Try it with warmed figs, walnuts, pomegranate molasses and lamb chops for a hearty Middle Eastern salad. Spinach on pizza always seemed very odd to me until I discovered it was in fact the egg which usually comes with the spinach to which I objected. I tried wilted spinach on a goat's cheese pizza and I loved it, so I'd recommend that. Baby cut and come again lettuces. Little glades of mixed baby leaves rustle in my cold frame all year round. But cut-and-come-again lettuces grow brilliantly in windowsill containers, convenient for snipping and serving on the side of almost anything. The leaves are so fine and so fragile, so ephemeral, that apart from a spritz of lemon and a pinch of salt, you must leave them entirely naked and unadorned. Chilled lettuce and mint soup. Between May and October for me sometimes feels like a challenge to see how much lettuce I can use up. I always plant too much. In my defence, it's because I never expect all the seeds to germinate and when they do, I'm too soft to dispatch any to the compost bin so I have to find homes for them all, sneaking another row in here and there, tucking the odd one into a gappy corner in the patch so that come late May... I am lost in a jungle of lettuce, unable to see the house for a forest of little gems. The only solution is to take to them with a pair of scissors or perhaps a machete and a steadfast heart and cull an armful to make this soup, which scales up and freezes brilliantly. Serve warm or chilled, depending on the weather. Serves four. Melt a knob of butter in a large saucepan. Add one finely sliced onion and sweat, covered, over a low heat for 10 minutes until translucent but not browned. Add 500ml, thereabouts, of chicken or vegetable stock and bring to a delicate simmer. Wash and roughly chop two hearting lettuces, stalks and all, then tip into the simmering pot with a big pinch of salt. Cook for no more than two minutes, just enough time for the lettuce to wilt before removing from the heat. Tumble in 100 grams of defrosted frozen peas. Whiz, with whatever method you prefer, to a smooth, creamy texture. Return to the pan and stir in four tablespoons of creme fraiche, full fat please, the juice of half a lemon and maybe a pinch more salt. If you're serving it chilled, then be sure to over-season as chilling will deaden the flavours. 
Stir in a handful of finely chopped mint too. Serve warm or leave to cool, then chill in the fridge before serving. If serving cool, spoon the green soup into bowls, swirl in a dab of creme fraiche to the middle of each portion and add an ice cube to finish. Top with a little mint leaf and a turn of black pepper. Best enjoyed in the garden, surrounded by your lettuce jungle. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 